Hi everyone, I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. What's up? What's up? <laughs> we have Penny in the studio today. Yes! Boop, boop. <laughs> we are so excited for this week's show, yo. Why are we so excited for this week's show? Um, we have motherfucking Crystal from The Read. Oh my god. On our show. Oh my god. If you, for some reason, don't know what the read is. Where have you been? What are you doing? <laughs> it's Thanks a popping podcast that, honestly, like, before us, everybody was like, are there any black people in podcasting? And I just refer them to the read. Right. They're, <laughs> like, the originators of this yeah. whole, like, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of black people do podcasts. But right. But theirs was, like, the first, like, huge yeah. one. Yeah. And right they there. charted really quickly. So. Yeah. Shout out to them, and we're really excited to have her on the show. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do a little new segment <laughs> <laughs> from Tracy called... It's called Tracy's Animal Corner, and y'all, I lobbied so hard from this. And my concern <laughs> right now is that I'm going to have too much Hennessy to make it good. <laughs> I think I've already had too much Hennessy. Oh, so my God. Just, the first installment might be a little rough, but just hang in there with me. So I have a random update for you guys. <laughs> you know how in the live show I was saying, do you think white people would name the child Kale? <laughs> First of all, I love that everyone just sends me white people's names now. <laughs> but I just want to update you on a real person that exists, Kale Bro. Nope. Uh-uh. Kale he Bro? An, he was just drafted in the ML- MLB. Baseball. That's baseball. <laughs> Good job. And it's honestly kale bro but the the last part is b-r-e-a-u like french so he'd be like kale bro <laughs> but i'm not gonna say Wait, that kale what <laughs> no i'm not gonna do it again <laughs> my french is horrible anyways update there's a real white man named kale bro i hear what you're saying i'm choosing not to believe it. okay <laughs> it's just let's too carry much. on tracy you want you mentioned you wanted a little update on your dating game oh okay. how's that going so <laughs> we've already gotten some great responses who wants to date a tracy clayton is still happening we put a little call out to do <laughs> dating game show with tracy you send out a little blurb a little picture and send eligible bachelors our way to another round at buzzfeed.com How's it going, Tracy? Uh, we're getting some responses. Yeah, we've gotten some great emails. I'm excited. We've gotten some emails. <laughs> you don't seem that excited. I, you know, um, I'm doing this for you guys. But is there anything? Uh, well, reminders, no fedoras, no serial killers. And if you could be in New York, that would be a plus because that way we can get you to the studio if that's what we decide to do. Tri-state area, maybe, but you have to come to me. Right. I'm a busy grown-ass <laughs> woman. I can't be chasing no men around the, the D.C. area and shit like that. So try to keep it local. Uh, keep it cute, literally and figuratively. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good update. All right, cool. <laughs> So, Heaven, one of your favorite celebrity babies has a huge thing happening in her oh life. Oh, my God. I already know what you're talking about. <laughs> Northwest. Yes. It's going to be a big sister. I live for North. She's going to have a baby brother. Yeah. Adorable. Obviously, I love Kanye. I'm going to love Kanye's child. Right. And then North is ridiculously adorable. <sighs> She's styling on everyone. So well-dressed. Every single day. All the time. In every picture. Mm-hmm. And now there's going to be two of them. And she's like already just i don't fuck with you <laughs> every single picture is like why are you doing this <laughs> get the fuck out my face i i really hope that they name the baby south don't by do this south. don't do this <laughs> no the baby's name would be south by let, Southwest. let the let the kardashian wests live <laughs> you know it's a good joke no it wasn't <laughs> oh tracy south by south stop it tracy <laughs> stop saying it out loud <laughs> Tracy, let's get on with the show. (laughs) I could talk about Northwest for hours. Just follow me on Twitter, guys. All I do is tweet pictures of Northwest. Oh, man. Let's get on with the show. Let's do it. Let's get on with the interview. We're so high for it. We are so unbelievably excited to have Crystal from The Read Ah! on gracing our airwaves. (laughs) Blessing the stewed. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So glad to have you. So we announced this on Twitter, like everybody went ham. (laughs) Which I think that's why I'm nervous, to be honest, because everybody's like, oh my God, my favorite podcast is in one room. It's gonna be great. And so I'm not like, shit, we gotta make it like a popping ass show. (laughs) (laughs) The pressure's Uh, on now. Yes. So we got Hetty. Yes. Yes. This is the first episode 
where we have Hennessy in the studio. Wow, really? Yes, it's usually bourbon. Okay, but uh, you decided to thank you because <laughs> yes. you know this is my favorite. Yes, same. I try to have it every time I go in the studio, so I appreciate y'all <laughs> extending that courtesy to me. Yes. Thank you, thank you very much. We like to start all of our interviews with just a basic question: What do you do and why? Okay, well, um, I co-host the Read, like you guys just said, which is a pop culture podcast. As far as why, I mean, I, we kind of just stumbled into the podcasting thing. Um, our producer, Chris, reached out to Kid Fury about doing a show, and he asked me to do it with him, and that was really just it. The show just kind of took off. And and yeah. then we also do live shows, and we tour around the country. We've done a show in Canada, and we're going to London in September, which is what? really exciting. International yes, it's so, oh It's just like how the... F uh, can I <laughs> yes I absolutely okay yes. so it's just like how the fuck like <laughs> how do we even you know get to the point where we're selling out shows in London it's crazy but wow. should we be doing more live shows we tomorrow? need to do a live show tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you probably should be doing more live shows mm. you know anytime you can fit one of those in even though I get you know crazy anxiety around yeah, every live that? show we same I <laughs> we just, almost died you know the 30 minutes before I was really about to just go home like I can't, yeah. not today I can't it's really it's nerve wracking and I've done so many of them at this point and I'm still every time just like oh god sick mm. to my stomach mm. right beforehand my nerves are just so terrible but Kid Fury told me that Beyonce has the exact same thing where she Aww. still has butterflies before every show. And if Beyonce can be nervous, I can too. Amen. So that's Amen. how I deal. That's, really that's how I cope. That's yeah. helpful right now. Doesn't that just make you feel better? <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like I can do whatever I want to do right, right. now. I really, really do. Speaking if Beyonce of, can do it. <laughs> um, speaking of Beyonce, this oh. is like one of okay. the... <laughs> Let, yes, let's. Let's get into I'm it. I'm dying <laughs> to ask you this question. So Beyonce has seen your face. She has. Beyonce has posted your face. For those who don't know, to her Facebook. I'm when... sorry. I'm just assuming everybody knows. I'm just saying. <laughs> Why has Beyonce seen know. her face? <laughs> um, so when Beyonce's surprise album like dropped, you mm. were in the middle of recording. It was a scandal. Uh, it was a Google Hangout, and we were talking about the scandal finale with yes. my friend Chesca Lee. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I saw an iTunes link, and someone said, "There's a new Beyonce project out." And I said, "Y'all are shitting me." <laughs> So I clicked on it and it's like, no, like brand new, like just uh, now. Uh, I, and I just was stunned. I was just like, there, there can't be, there's songs and videos. What is this? Like, <laughs> it was just a magnificent time to be on the internet. And I could not have been like more shocked and also humbled. I felt like Beyonce did this to let me know that she's always there. Aww. And when you're feeling down, maybe from a scandal finale or whatever else. <laughs> Beyonce will gift you with a surprise album. You know, it just felt personal. Yeah, so. it really did. It felt so affirming. I just love her. Ugh, uh -huh. I just think she's uh -huh. everything. And I just kind of had that very natural Beyonce stan reaction. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Beyonce. Beyonce, where It was like exactly like that. Oh. It was just like the slow breakdown as I realized the magnitude of what she had done. And then I just stand mm, for like mm. i think 36 solid hours i was <laughs> yes. just so you and it happened to be on camera thing. yeah <laughs> chesca lee it was on her google hangout and when it was becoming a thing like more and more people wanted to see it she just cut that part and put it on its own youtube video but the whole like 90 minute google hangout is still on her <laughs> youtube somewhere if people want to see it. because a lot of people accused me of like working for parkwood and what? beyonce hired me to have that reaction to what? generate buzz for the album like Beyonce does not need to pay me of all right. people to generate buzz for her album. That just it just so happened that I was on camera when that moment, you know, came forth and then she put it on Facebook and it was just like I had the best year ever. Aww. Yes. What does that even feel like? I was actually at work when that happened <gasps> and I was on Facebook and saw Beyonce. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and so at first I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> like when did I start following a fake Beyonce page? <laughs> I really was in disbelief for like Aww. 90 seconds and then I just started screaming and crying Aww. and running around and all my coworkers were like, what the hell is wrong with you? So that was the day a lot of them found out who I was because they were like, <laughs> Why do you have really? You know, so they had no 30, knowledge of like your wow. Some of them, I very few of them did. The black ones did. Mm -hmm. I, which is funny enough, the black ones were like, "Bitch, we know who you are. <laughs> we'll keep it cute, but we know." 
the rest of them I had to just kind of tell on my own time. How did you tell them? Did you like call a meeting and be like, guys, I need to tell you something? <laughs> no, well, I have. I have I'm regular... popping on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you need to understand that I'm a big deal. Yes. <laughs> my tweets are lit. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, um, it was really more like I just had regular meetings with my bosses. So during our weekly meeting, I would be like, oh, and by the way, I have this podcast and it's kind of a big deal. Don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you know I'm doing this, you know, on the side. Now um, we're always dope about it. We've only been doing this for like two months. It feels like a day. <laughs> but already we're getting some pretty wild emails. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I want to know what kind of emails y'all get because uh, people write in a lot of wild <laughs> shit. Right. So our inbox is a fucking mess. Um, because we <laughs> Are have you the a, one that reads through them all? I am. I am. I'm pretty sure Kip Yuri never logs into that inbox um, <laughs> because we have like a listener... Uh, question portion of the show and I'm the one who picks out the questions right, so right. I go through and I really do try to read all of them but there are so many that sometimes I just can't and a lot of them are like utterly ridiculous like mm. things that I just don't even want to believe are real like mm. we've had the cousin fucker letter oh, where this God. girl wrote us because she had started a sexual relationship with her cousin but now he had caught feelings and she didn't know what to do with him and I was just like but like you just slept with your cousin like <laughs> I think you have way bigger issues oh than his God. feelings. Like you're volu- like you knew he was your cousin, and you slept with him. It's stuff like that. Um, and then there's a lot of questions from like you know just gay kids who want to know how to come out or Aww. how to deal with homophobic parents. Mm. Black people all over America and really across the globe dealing mm. with racist stuff. And then a lot of white people asking us to define words that we use because <laughs> they don't understand them. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of, can you guys put out like a glossary? Oh my God. <laughs> no, Bless we, their just hearts. use your context clues, girl. Wow. Yeah. Mm-mm. And white people, of course, accusing us of being racist, sure, which is my very favorite. I love Fave. that. I love it when they write and then they demand that you explain yourself. Yeah. Like, listen. haven't you heard the show? I don't do shit I don't right. want to do. Exactly. <laughs> Especially with somebody who neither pays my bills, buys my food, nor like, wipes my ass. Really? Like, what, honestly, like, who, who, are you? who do you think I am? Who do you think you are as well? <laughs> It's hilarious to me. Uh, and also, the some of the emails that really trip me out are emails from well-meaning white people who end up saying really racist shit. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm on your side, but you black girls do your fair share of touching people's hair without permission. Oh, my da, God. Da, 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 da. That's a really email what, we got. I know the email you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I still think about it. Right. It's just, uh, let's not even get into that. Okay, let's not. All right. It's the, it's the happy time. No, I mean, we, okay, we were talking about hair. About our hair being touched without by white people without yeah. permission so uh-huh. it's very which negative thing, context yeah <laughs> right which is the thing that i'm finding a lot of white people don't believe us when we say that yes. you know like they need like to genuinely see it don't for believe. themselves yeah. before they're like oh shit this really happens to you if they would just bother to listen to multiple black girls especially with natural hair they listen. would see that this is a thing mm. i've talked about it multiple times on mm. my show and really every black girl i know has a story of white people treating her like she's an exhibit at the damn zoo exactly yes. don't fuck it and it's just all about personal space girl mm. don't touch me you know race aside i don't touch people i do my very right. best you don't to just assume not that familiarity with somebody that bro, you don't know. because i don't like to be touched exactly. and i don't want people in my bubble I, in new york it's hard to maintain your bubble Ooh. but whenever possible <laughs> i just don't like people lying. that damn close to me right. and it just seems like people should be able to extend that same respect to each other mm-hmm. just don't touch others especially mm. when it comes to your hair because i'm always like my brain is under here <laughs> i need this to live i don't know what your intentions are i mean and I what's on your fingers don't put that exactly. in my beautiful black hair like the the flesh eating disease or whatever. Mm-hmm. You touch my scalp on the You could kill me. <laughs> Do just, not. Just don't touch me. Period. Uh, so you moved to New York from Oklahoma. I did. I don't really know much about the South, to be honest. Even though I'm from Virginia, mm-hmm. it's the Southwest. Um, oh. It's not the South, especially it. Ge- I mean, technically, yeah, it's the South, mm-hmm. but you know, as far as culture is concerned, it's really yeah. the Southwest. Oh, it's, okay. it's really I don't Kansas. Even know shit. Let me stop talking. Texas, <laughs> Arizona. It's it's got a different culture than what oh, we know as the okay. traditional South or yeah. the Deep South. It's country as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Did you country. grow up with Confederate flags? Yes, mm-hmm. I did, and I did not realize the magnitude of the Confederate flag until well into adulthood, mm. because I was just so used to seeing that on um, pickup trucks. You know, all across the state. It was just very, very common. And I knew what it was. Right. But I didn't realize how bad it was Mm -hmm. until, you know, until I was good and grown. So I love Oklahoma, um, but it's hard not to be critical of it when Mm. it's just 
dead ass wrong on so many issues that are so important to me. And that was part of the reason why I felt like I had to go. I just knew it was going to continue to get worse. And I felt like I wasn't doing anything there. Like I was just treading water. Like I was just wasting my life, Mm -hmm. you know, waiting to get married and have kids because that's all there is to do. Like, so I just had to leave. I just Mm -hmm. had to get the hell out of there. And I could not be more happy that I left, but it is still home and I still love it. You know, my Mm -hmm. mom is still there and my brother. So it still means a lot to me, but you know, they're fucked up about a lot of stuff. What has the transition been for you to New York City from Oklahoma? Well, at first it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, I could not fathom why I had done this. <laughs> People walked everywhere, <laughs> which didn't make sense. Like, why would you walk <laughs> anywhere? Cars I, exist. The what are train you doing? was so gross. The like the the entire idea of the subway, like the novelty wears off after about the third ride, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, this is bullshit. Actually, yeah. especially when you realize like Times Square is the worst place in the uh. world, and it was just like all the shit of New York was hitting me at Mm -hmm. once. Mm -hmm. And I just could not figure out why I had made this move. I knew why I'd done it originally. It was because I'd come up here for a Beyonce concert. Mm -hmm. And then I felt (laughs) compelled to move to New York because I was originally (laughs) going to move to Atlanta. Uh So, but you know, the spirit of Beyonce told me to move to New York. So I did. (laughs) But then I was just like, you know, this is hell. I hated it. Um, But as time went on, the the good about New York started to grow on me. And now I just feel like I've been here forever. It seems like I lived in Oklahoma a lifetime ago. Mm. Do you get stopped on the street often by fans and people who follow you mm. on Twitter? Well, that does happen. Um, <laughs> and if I am looking busted, I will lie and be like, oh, no. Oh, that's not me, girl. Like, Excuse me, are you Crystal? And I'll be like, no. But I get that all the time. Who the fuck is she? Oh, my God. I'm going to start doing I'm going to have to Google Dang, this bitch. Dang, we're going to do that, too. Yeah, you be like, oh, uh-uh, no. You're like, no, I, no but I get that. cute because I get that all the time. <laughs> you have to say you get that all the time. Otherwise, they'll be like, bitch, I know it's you. If I look a mess, listen, don't approach me. Do you feel like, I don't know, podcasts are really intimate medium and you're like in people's heads every week right and that is why when people do approach me I'm as nice as I can be about it because Mm -hmm. I am typically a very quiet person and I don't like to be disturbed but Mm -hmm. I know that people are just excited yeah and they tell me all the time like we feel like we're talking to you like I converse back with you in the car or at home and I love that you know so I love when I do I'm not not discouraging people from coming up to me but Uh it does still startle me sometimes I'm just like whoa wait a second other day this girl did it on like a packed two train it was Aww. like standing room only and she's like aren't you crystal and so then all the white people are like who are who you <laughs> right and i'm like oh girl i think she's a singer i think i saw her on bet and then she wanted a picture so it was Aww. just like oh this Bless could heart. probably not be you know a worse time but yeah. it's, it's all love so i'm good with it Aww. you tweeted recently about ancestry.com i did <laughs> about finding out your background <laughs> i did i'm so excited about talk this. to me about I that journey tracy's also test. maybe doing this so i have one of the ancestry tests i have this very irrational fear i understand that it's an irrational fear however i still have it like in the core of my bosom okay i'm so afraid that i'm gonna get my test back and it's <laughs> it is gonna tell me that i'm not black yeah <laughs> i have that same fear what i was just very concerned because you know i'm black american my parents my grandparents my great-grandparents and i'm just like please don't tell me that i'm like five percent african please don't i'll be Uh, devastated i feel so violated right now i'm not violated i was just very worried validated right in america (laughs) for so many generations had like warped me genetically and i no longer (laughs) had any blackness i was concerned about that so when i got my email and i found out i was like 66 percent african i was hyped yes (laughs) so wait what were your results so it was 35 percent nigeria um 20 percent ivory coast uh slash ghana um and then the rest of it was like a mixture of those it was 16 percent europe west which is i think belgium france germany something like that so Mm -hmm. that was like the majority of the whiteness there was also some irish um (laughs) a few other countries in africa but overall it was 66 percent african and that is what i held on to that's That's so fascinating to me i guess because Every single member of my family is from Ethiopia. Like, mm. there's just, mm. it's just Ethiopia down the yeah. line. Wow. So, if you did it, it would just be like 100 Ethiopians. But, yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's so interesting being black in America. Yeah. Because you, I, it is. It's a mind I, fuck. I didn't, mm. I didn't know how much people felt that longing until college when people were talking about, oh, I kind of want to know where I'm from oh, or yeah. like having yeah. a root. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're from the South or you're from no, your grandparents were there. No. Like, like really It was the from, same though. to me as just right. being like, I'm from Ethiopia, but it's not. It's yeah. really, no. I mean, even though I do have a very close um, identity tied with Oklahoma and Louisiana and Texas, mm-hmm. which is like that whole region mm-hmm. where I grew. I was actually born in Louisiana and most of my family, a lot of my family is still there. So it's that whole kind of area of the country that I know very much and that is home to me. But, you know, to see 35% Nigeria was just like, I want a Nigerian flag now. Right. <laughs> Like, that's what I, I want to go. Like, I want to go with my African flag. Yeah, oh, like God. I want to go now. Like, <laughs> my like, people. It just felt my good people. To, right to say, you know, this yes. place, that uh-huh. place. Flag means level up. Like that's entry level. <laughs> yeah, work on other things. <laughs> right. I'm like, let me get on Amazon. <laughs> I need a flag. We asked people on Twitter for their questions for you. Most of them were, how are you such a bad bitch? Why are you my queen? How do you slay? Verbatim. So much. Y'all um, are so sweet. But uh, <laughs> something that I we also get asked a lot is, what other podcasts do you listen to? Because a lot of people who listen to our podcast are like, what other black podcasts are there? And they are, they're always like, we already listened to The Read. So what else can we listen to? <laughs> so do you listen to any other podcasts? Um, I do. For the most part, I tend to keep it like the people that I know, um, the, like the shows that they have. Obviously, I listen to y'all show. Yay. But my friends, XD and Jade, have a show called Two Guys and a Girl. And then, of mm-hmm. course, on our network, um, the Loudspeakers Network, we have the Combat Jack Show, which is um, a hip-hop podcast. We have Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne um, and Andrew Schultz, which is a mess. That was an interesting idiots. interview you Oh, did. my God. Oh, so my we God. Had Can them. we talk about that? <laughs> Those <laughs> I can't. Yes, we, please go. I mean, maybe just briefly, but we it's like when you are in the studio with people that you respect professionally, but then you hear their opinions and you're just like, how the fuck are you this way? <laughs> like, people ask me how I can tolerate Charlemagne talking because I know Charlemagne. Like, mm-hmm. I know him outside of TV and Twitter and God only knows, like, because I know he makes himself look like an ass. And I tell him all the time, you are acting like an ass. You know, this is why mm. people be like, throw a shade at your ass mm-hmm. because you say shit like this but yeah. you know like I know him outside of that environment so mm-hmm. I know how he is and that's how I can like him but when he says something I don't like I feel free to challenge him on that and that's how you know I get along with anybody that I have to work with and don't necessarily agree with it's just like mm-hmm. if I ha- can't speak my mind then there's no point to it mm-hmm. amen so the internet for a couple of days was lit up after your appearance at Funny or Racist at WNYC. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I feel like you must be tired of talking about it, but it was like my like favorite clapback <laughs> moment of the year. So some background. <laughs> there was a show called Funny or Racist at WNYC. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, like you have like certain scenarios that are given to you and you have to decide if it's funny or racist. Yeah, right? it was like clips from different... Um, comedy moments and then we were deciding as a panel whether it was funny or racist or both because you know we agreed mm-hmm. that it probably could be right. and so it was like two black people which is a record um, <laughs> me and Jesus <laughs> on the stage at one everywhere. time Jesus is on like every MTV hey, show Deezus. and all that everything now mm-hmm. um, and then a gay comedian named Guy and then an Asian man who works for the Washington Post and so it was like racially varied sexuality varied all this mm-hmm. but this moment that you're talking about happened at the very end of the program mm-hmm. so it Please was after this, this was the question and answer <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> right it was the Q&A portion and it was after I had been you know up there for an hour and a half giving my opinion so there's no way he didn't know you know mm-hmm. how I am <laughs> and this man who identifies himself as a discrimination attorney oh my god that's how he began uh. and that's how I was just like how is this real life like <laughs> And so anyway, um, to set it up, he asked me specifically about Sarah Silverman and her appearance in blackface and asked me um, why I felt that it was racist and suggested that maybe I only felt that way because of who Sarah is and I wasn't inside her head. So I don't know her and blah, 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 blah. And in response to blackface. And like, was, fam, you're doing a lot of reaching for her. <laughs> like, a lot. Like, do you realize the limb you're putting yourself out on right yeah. now? You don't know her Sarah internal Sil- dialogue. Exactly. I you mean, don't do either. you? Are no. you her fucking uncle or something? Like, thankfully, this is all recorded, so yeah. we can listen to this. <laughs> it was on video, so, you know, I was, it was in full-on angry black girl mode, and, you know. Poetry. It is, it is what it is. Let's take a listen. 
I, I don't think she's making fun in any way, shape, or form about black people when she does blackface. Because those of us who know the history of blackface is that not only did white people do blackface, but black entertainers had to do blackface okay, to so get jobs. So you have jobs. to be really white to make so, a statement so like that. You have to, that is just the whitest like, thing. It's a comment about how ridiculous we as a bro, society bro, can be. Bro, this is fun. I, I, can we not? Every, like, I'm really not about to do I mean, this. I've never walked out on Paul Mooney, so you have to give me a pass. And you're a discrimination lawyer. Holy oh. God. Oh. So oh. I'm going to go ahead and address that by saying, first of all, I can absolutely say that you're racist for being a white woman in effing 2014 or whenever it was she did this to put on blackface and go on television. Yes, I can absolutely call you racist for that. You understand the history behind it and you did it anyway. That is racist. I can say that. I'm a black woman. I'm going to just go ahead and take my word over yours on that. That's racist. And I don't like her for it. That is fine. No, no, no. It's you fine for me. Her. I don't. Where is my access to Sarah Silverman? I don't have to know what's inside. All right, inside. guys, guys, you asked your question. Let the, let the answer happen. I don't happen. have to know what's inside Sarah Silverman's head. I'm looking at her actions because her actions are what she's presented to me. She didn't put out a book called Sarah Silverman's Diary. Here, read my innermost thoughts and see how I came to these fuck-ass conclusions that I have today. She got on TV in blackface and decided that that was funny, and it's not. And you, as a white man, trying to tell me that my feelings are invalid because I don't know her is a crock of shit. No, uh-uh. I don't want to hear it. That's bullshit. You don't get to tell me that the way I feel about that doesn't matter or it isn't real. Fuck out of here. And that's why I go on my show every week and say what I need to say because white people like you think that you have a goddamn point. Wow. Sweetie. And, I, and, I, and I'm done. All right, all right. And sometimes you just have to tell white people, listen, the way you feel about it does not fucking matter, Woo, which is very new for them. Mm. They are yes. not used to being told yes. that their feelings aren't valid, but your feelings <laughs> just aren't valid. I feel the way I feel about it because I'm black and I get to say it's racist because I'm black in America. Mm -hmm. And however you feel about it is really irrelevant to the way I feel about it, mm. period. The part that got me was the part where he was like, um, I didn't walk out on Paul Mooney, so you got to give me a, a That pass. was when I was just like, God wants me to do this. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just get you, signs. I right. <laughs> because I have to bite my tongue a lot. And normally God doesn't give me the go ahead. But on that day, he did. It's wild that he cited Paul Mooney. Like, exactly. In and a like, defense of... <laughs> and then to look, at a, to look at a black person and say... You have to give me anything. Like, you owe me anything. Right. I don't owe you shit. If anything, uh, your folks owe my folks a whole lot like, more. Like, let's not even get into who listen, owes whom here, listen, sir. Listen, your debt, astounding. But the it also reparations felt... Tab. <laughs> the reparations tab. It is felt heavy. really sexist in nature, too, for mm. him to single me out as mm, the black woman. Because exactly. he could have just as easily asked Jesus. Mm. Jesus and I had the exact same opinion on right. it. But it was me he decided to single out about that. And I think he thought because I was a woman, he was going to be able to talk mm -hmm. over me or make his point and that was just going to be it. And it's just right. sometimes you have to let people know. You like, gotta let them know. You, you just have the not. wrong one today. Yeah, or depending <laughs> on what you're looking for, the right one today. You just it made, all depends. You made a left turn when you should have made a right, but Ooh. I'm going to send you back in the correct direction. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked with the wrong one. You know, it uh, happens. That was beautiful. Um, Thanks. We could obviously sit here and talk forever. Yeah. Especially with the Henny flowing, which right? we may need refills soon, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but we would like to wrap things up with a segment that we call for better or for worse. Pew, 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 pew which is yeah, no, so strange. It. Okay. It's just always so strange to have to say this to people. Pew, in, the pew, planning pew. in the planning meeting, it was like, oh my God, this is so cute. And no. then we're in the studio with Brandy and we're like, um, we have a... Uh, <laughs> It's too late. Anyways. We in it. We commit. We're committed to it. Okay. So. Not too late. It's, I'm, I'm saying Heaven sure looks like she didn't late. really sign off on this. Like, Heaven, you were all about really it. Don't, don't leave me. Don't leave me hanging. I Heaven. am not gonna leave you hanging, but I'm not all about it. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's we discuss. need to talk about this later. <laughs> yes. Uh oh. Uh, uh, time for a okay. Chat. So first question. <laughs> okay. So rapid fire questions. Very very random. Some are very very. Strange. I'm looking at them now. Okay. Um, Help. We'll start. We'll, we'll start off easy. What is, in your opinion, the most underrated Beyonce video? 
Green like, light. Gonna, oh, yes. Oh. Excellent answer. <laughs> it's also the most underrated Beyonce song. Green light mm. goes slap the fuck Green off. Light yes. Is dope. And that video was super, super dope too. It is incredible. And one of the yes. lyrics is like a perm. If it's left too long, it starts to burn. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Beyonce did a lyric about perm burn. It's okay. That is the blackest shit. Like, I, the fuck? I love it. So, yes, green light. Is that also the You Ain't Gotta Lie, Craig? Is that the same song? Um, No, that's Kitty Cat. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh. Kitty Cat slept on, though. It is. It's a kitty cat's a good. It's song. like when people were like, "Oh, the visual album's so sexy." It's like, have you been listening to Beyonce? Right. No people. <laughs> see, people are brand new Beyonce. Uh, they're brand get new. Get into to kitty this. cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a question that came from Twitter as well. If you were an inmate at Litchfield, who would you be and why? Litchfield is the prison from the Netflix series Orange Is the New Black. Hmm. Well, my first inclination is to say Piper only because she. Is rich and has white privilege. Got, I was gonna say she has all the white privilege. <laughs> Plus, um, she was she got to make out with Ruby Rose, who is ooh, so fine. Guys, I'm on uh, episode oh, three. We're oh sorry. fuck! Oops. Oops. Um, so, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> honestly, the the character that I like the most, so I guess I would be this person, is Tasty. She just consistently is a good-hearted person Tasty who is yeah. looking so out for others, dope. and she just even throughout this season, I just love her more and more. So her, yes, yes. good answer, good answer. Thanks. Um, speaking of lesbians, next question. Oh, <laughs> Weird segue, but it's relevant. If you could start your own lesbian bar, what would it be called? Here's the thing that I just learned like literally 10 minutes before we came here. Okay. I, according to heaven, there are no lesbian bars. There are just like lesbian nights at straight bars. Or gay bars. Or as gay far bars. as I know, that's the truth. I, I don't mean, there know are like too many. Like, I don't know too many like buildings that are dedicated yeah. specifically for lesbian club activity like huh. no not even in oklahoma and i thought that would be very different here mm-hmm. uh, i don't know maybe there are like speakeasies in brooklyn or something i'm probably <laughs> in the wrong spot i probably need to go to brooklyn more often <laughs> but um i don't know i don't really have a very strong um sexual identity i guess like i've always identified as lesbian because that just makes the most sense to me but really mm-hmm. i don't feel strongly one way or the other mm. um so i'm probably not the best person to even start a lesbian bar <laughs> really i mean it sounds point, like there's a market for it i mean there aren't it definitely is but see the thing but, is where how are you going to get black lesbians to go to one place like i think you're gonna we're gonna be split between harlem and brooklyn <laughs> and nobody in one wants to go to the other so you have a harlem location and you have a brooklyn location <laughs> that's gonna have to i don't be know if we it. can afford all that <laughs> i can afford nothing so yeah absolutely right, right. no sorry i don't have it <laughs> Um, <laughs> I forgot about this question. Would you rather have? <laughs> would you rather have a head the size of a grapefruit or a head the size of a watermelon? Grapefruit <laughs> reminds you of like this. Big. No, but like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with that? I stole this question from the internet somewhere. <laughs> okay, I'm. <sighs> you got to pick one though. The fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have to say grapefruit. Why grapefruit? Because theoretically, I could just wear a helmet everywhere. And it would be weird, <laughs> but it's New York and it wouldn't be that weird. If your head is the size of a watermelon, there's no cover. It's that not up. a whole lot. You can get a couple wigs, but it looks <laughs> No, <laughs> no funny. you're not going to be able to do anything about that. You can't walk around looking like, hey, Arnold. <laughs> it won't work. So, you yeah. can maybe start a career as a live action Hey Arnold. Hey. <laughs> it's just such a fucked up question. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> move on. It's I mean, I love it, but like what? Okay. All right. Moving okay. on. All right. This one is still not as strange too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this question comes from uh, the Twitter account First Date Questions, which is run by a coworker of ours, Matt mm. Bellasai. The Twitter is First Date Qs. Qs. The Hennessy's working. I'm sorry. The Twitter Twitter account is first date, then the letter Q and the letter S. So blame him for this question. Okay. Who would you let punch you directly in the face? (laughs) Blue Ivy Carter. Yes. (laughs) And no one else. (laughs) 
Uh, the next one, it just gets weirder from here. We've okay. been talking for like a one long last time. question. One last okay. That's a first date question. <laughs> These are his this first date questions. This is all from Matt's mind. Matt's he's wild. A, he's a very strange individual. <laughs> so he's single, or I'm, I'm like I'm genuinely <laughs> asking. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, and then the other question that we pulled from this Twitter stream is, what's the most you've ever drunkenly spent at McDonald's? Ooh. So listen, story like, <laughs> time. Let's go. The one time I brought in the New Year at the lesbian club, and it was like Oklahoma City, and it was like twenty dollars to get in, which is very expensive. Oh, for Oklahoma City, yes. but they sweetened the deal by making it all you can drink. Oh hell what? yeah, for twenty dollars. Listen, it's Oklahoma. Yes. The cost of living is very very low. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> twenty dollars times two hundred lesbians equals you know your rent is paid for half a year. <laughs> So I was extraordinarily drunk and my friend thankfully was not and drove home and there was a McDonald's like right next to our neighborhood, like our subdivision. And so we went in and we, or well, not in, we went through the drive through and the, between the two of us, we spent $45 <gasps> at McDonald's, which is a feat. They had a like, buffet. I mean, that because I think the average every single item <laughs> <It> was like... <laughs> It was like, so let me get like a number six and then like a number nine, but then also like three McChickens <laughs> and two large fries. Like, no, we were going home to a house with like five people in it, but still $45 a McDonald's is ridiculous. Like, you should never spend more than 20 total. So I had to be drunk out of my damn mind. <laughs> that was a night that's I regretted. A, that's a great tab. That's I, a goal. <laughs> I want to be rich enough to go and spend $50 at McDonald's and still be able to pay my phone bill. <laughs> That's what I want. Goals. Listen, <laughs> they all matter. <laughs> this was so great. Thank you for having me. You guys were so nice. This Aww. was fun. Please have more Hennessy so that we don't have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, where can people find all your awesome work? Um, so you can check out my website, crystal.com. Um, where you for can those who don't know how to spell that. C-R-I-S-S-L-E.com. Um, there's links to all the things I do. Um, check out The Read at thisistheread.com. Um it's just a fun show that I do with my friend, and we love doing it. So, you know, I don't know what else to say. That's yeah, it. Yes, don't. It's just fun goodness. Thanks fun for having me. Yay. Thank you so much for coming through. Thanks, y'all. Tracy, do you want to take it away? Introduce this new segment? I would love to introduce <laughs> this new segment. She's been giggling all day about this. I've, I've planned. I have an outline. I'm not going to use it, probably. But it's what here. is the segment called? The segment is called Tracy's Animal Corner. And if you're familiar... <laughs> oh, Tracy, I'm so happy for you. All you do is talk about animals. I know. I realized this recently. I like 50% of my Twitter timeline these days is animals. I'm really into like deciding which animals have souls and which ones don't. Oh, my God. I started a Google document. <laughs> is this a joke or no? I can show you the Google document right now. I'm not okay, joking. So Tracy's serious, y'all. All okay. Right. Talk All right. to us about Tracy's Animal Corner and so, what we got this week. Tracy's Animal Corner will basically be an audio version of um, the skit that Tracy Morgan used to do on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Brian Fellows, uh, Safari Planet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so good. Only I actually know a little bit about animals. That bird was trying to buy a stereo with my credit card. <laughs> Mind you, I'm not an expert. I did not go to school for this shit. I just have feelings about animals. Disclaimer, Tracy's not a zoologist. <laughs> so listen, don't email me with with your actuallys. Well, actually, penguins don't. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, feel like I know nothing about animals. You are the perfect audience for me. I also don't really like most of them. You are the worst audience <laughs> for me. But I'm going to let you rock. Okay, so first up, mm-hmm. first animal for Tracy's Animal Corner mm-hmm. is the penguin. Of course. Let me tell you about penguins okay one of the first articles that i wrote for buzzfeed.com when i started was a list of 22 reasons why the penguin is like hands down the best animal you're so cute so good so first of all they are cute as shit they are always dressed for a black tie event oh my gosh (laughs) just in case some classy (laughs) shit pops off they are who do you know that wears a tuxedo literally all the time I don't know anyone. Exactly. <laughs> nobody, because nobody is as classy as a fucking penguin is. So there's that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are amazing parents. Uh-huh. Go on. Which is how I know that they have souls, right? Uh, what do you mean by have souls? Okay. So some animals have souls and some <laughs> animals don't. It's just okay, a thing what that is I your, feel. What is your measuring 
Like, what are your criteria for soulless animals? That's a great question. That's a fantastic question. All right, talk to me about them being parents. Is that what means they have a soul? Yeah, okay. So what I've settled on as far as, like, the whole animals having souls thing Mm. is that if an animal can respond to its name and if it feels emotion, it has a soul. How are you gauging that? I don't know. I'm just drinking. (laughs) You you have a spreadsheet. (laughs) This seems serious. It is serious, but I'm not I'm not a zoologist. I'm not a scientist. You know what? I am a human who is very much ruled by her emotion. And these are just things that I feel very, very strongly. Okay. You can trust me. Okay. I'm a soulologist. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) This is going a lot more rougher than I thought it would. It's hot. Okay, but just rock me, you know, rock me. Okay. There was a documentary called uh-huh. March of the Penguins. Don't know if you've seen it. I haven't seen it. You should watch it. Oh, my God. It is enthralling. It's all about penguins and, like, how they reproduce and, like, the cold winter that the father spends, like, keeping the egg warm while the mother goes from inland all the way out to wherever the hell they go, to the water, <laughs> to fish and bring food back mm. for the babies. And while the mothers are gone, like, there's, like, all kind of predators and stuff trying to get at the, the fathers and the eggs and everything else. And there's a a very a very delicate dance that the two of them do. Oh my gosh! Right? Where? Why did you put on your sexy voice? That was not my sexy voice. That was, that was my concerned voice. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I can't help it. I'm just sexy out of oh hand. Oh my god. Uh, no, but really, so after the egg is laid, the mother like balances it on her on her feet, on her claws, on her lo- so these are penguin hands. These are penguin. No one can see the straight. You can see it. <laughs> All right, so they got a little... Okay, okay. So they balance the egg on top of their feet, right? And they cover the egg with like a roll of fat to keep the egg warm. Mm. But before the mom goes off to hunt, she has to transfer the egg to the father's feet, right? So there's a scene, I don't want to spoil it for you. It's really fucking sad. I'm going to spoil it. There's a scene (laughs) where the the mother is like trying to transfer the egg to the dad. And like it's round, right? And Mm. penguins don't have like hands and opposable thumbs and shit. (laughs) So if they drop the egg, then that's just it like the egg dies oh my god i know right it's stressful as shit and so the good news is that they transfer the egg bam great mama goes off and goes fishing how did they even successfully do that i know you know how much love and (laughs) how much i know they're amazing animals but at one point i like after the egg hatches or whatever the chick like wanders off and it like it freezes to death and it dies Oh, my God. You need to see this mother mourning her dead chick. When you see this, there's no question in your mind that penguins have souls and that they are just amazing and devoted parents. Like, until you've seen a penguin cry. Oh, my gosh. You have not known sorrow. (laughs) I guess I hadn't thought about Uh, it. Okay, so that was a little sidetrack. So they're great parents. They definitely have souls. Aside from this. They look fly as shit. We already talked about the tuxedos. Yes. Let me tell you about the macaroni penguin real quick. The what? It's called the macaroni penguin. Okay. Okay. Everybody Google macaroni penguin because we can't show this to you. These motherfuckers have like the most amazing like blonde weave you've ever seen oh in your life. Oh my God. Swear to God. Swear to God. Tracy, I'm looking so it up in, right now. Please do. Look it up and then give me your response. I mean, just fly. Just like ready for the club all the time. Number two, the yellow-eyed penguin. Does a fantastic job blending eyeshadow. Look it up. <laughs> Look at this bitch. Show me. Show me. Hey, where's the YouTube tutorial for this shit? Okay, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can give you this one. <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway. I only have two more minutes. Let's talk about their athletic ability. They can jump up to seven feet in the air. At least emperor penguins can. Seven feet in the air from the water. They can also dive up to 1,870 feet below the surface of the water. That's wild. It's impressive, right? What can a penguin not do? Nothing. Penguins can probably dunk shit. (laughs) Exactly. Hell yeah, they can. Most important, they inspired one of the best dances of all time. What is that? It's a dance called the Funky Penguin. (laughs) You just got to Google it. I would get up and do it for you, but nobody else would be able to see it. It's not fair to the listeners. (laughs) It's so there's a scene. <laughs> you do you you're not well versed in Martin episodes, right? No. Damn. Well, I'm for sorry. the listeners, there's an episode of Martin where Pam and Jerome go out on a date. Like Jerome's like really trying to like get Pam to like settle down or whatever. And there's a part where they do this dance in Jerome's living room. The dance that they're doing is the Funky Penguin. Couldn't have that without the penguin. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't have it. One of the most important moments on the Martin show would not have happened without the penguin. Penguins are dope. I'm here for penguins. 
I I I see it for them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a very diplomatic yeah, I, response. <laughs> <laughs> Show me a penguin that can dunk. Seven feet in the air. If you could jump seven feet in the air, what would you do? Dunk. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I just really want to dunk, guys. <laughs> Shout out to penguins. <laughs> Alright, heaven, it's that time again. What time is it? Time to buy a round. Hey. What are you buying a round for? I would like to buy a round for Me. Yes, the Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> and also for this new documentary called Three and a Half Minutes, Ten Bullets. Hmm. It premiered at Sundance and I believe it's gonna be airing on HBO in the fall. It follows the trial of Michael Dunn, who, if you remember from last year, from actually it was in 2012 what they called the loud music trial from Florida. Mm. So the story was basically these four boys were in a car, including Jordan Davis. And a white guy in a car next to them was like, turn down that like thug music. And then it somehow escalated and he shot them. The documentary is chilling just for that story alone, but they get a lot of access to his parents. It's like really intimate. You see them talking about like their hopes for the trial and then the story follows it throughout the trial and like you see all of their reactions. And it just reminded me there are real people like at the heart of this story. Like if you just keep hearing about black kids that were killed, you kind of they start to all blend together, you know, they lose their individuality. But Jordan Davis, like, all I saw of him was, like, that picture of him in a, like, you know how when you take school pictures, it's, like, that weird blue background? I just only had that one image of him, Mm. and I realized I didn't know anything about his life or who he was. So it just, it was nice to, like, just honor that by telling the full story for at least, like, one, you know, whatever, hour-long documentary or something. Mm. It sounds heavy. It is heavy, honestly, but it's one of those things where... I feel like there's such an empathy gap in the way we talk about these stories. And it's really helpful to have this to give to people to be like, these are real people who yeah, are like not crying just out for help. Yes. They're, they're not, not just, just Twitter yeah. hashtags. So it was directed by Mark Silver. And I'm kind of like, I, I hate watching documentaries about crime and things like that because it's mm-hmm. always like some white dude documentarians like, oh, let me go in these neighborhoods and uh, ask yeah. these people how they feel and uh I'm all in the story. It's like, yo, chill. And this mm-hmm. is like, the director wasn't in the story at all. It just follows these, the the like, the trial, like these characters, these families. And it was like a refreshing, sad story mm. that needed to be told. I'm going to play a little bit, uh, a clip of it. And this is a portion where, oh, it's really sad. Um, this is a portion where Jordan Davis's father is watching the news and they're talking about Trayvon Martin and... And Jordan Davis, and he was—he's reflecting on how he's—he's he's talked to his son about Trayvon Martin, and he was saying his son is like, you know, Dad, we kind of look alike. Damn! Oh my God! Yeah, it's okay. So it's heavy. It's deep, y'all. It's a lot. I'm sorry, but I—I I just feel like it's something that it's helpful to have in a story because sometimes you'll—you'll you'll just lose that in all the news and the chaos mm-hmm. in the media. A couple of few similarities. Obviously, we have a white man, an adult, shooting uh, and killing a black 17-year-old. Well, me and Jordan had talked about the Trayvon Martin case. I, I remember Jordan put a hoodie on. He has a brown hoodie. He said, we kind of look alike, I, I Dad. The biggest difference is that there are witnesses here. In that case, you had the word of George Zimmerman versus a dead kid, and the dead kid can't talk. Uh, Trayvon Martin's father texts me a couple of days after it happened. I just want to welcome you to a club that none of us want to be in. I love true crime and true crime documentaries and true Mm. crime shows, but I can't watch documentaries about black people or black men who have been, like, murdered Mm. by, in the manner that Trayvon Martin was killed and, like, Jordan Davis was killed. It just, like, hits too close to home to me. Like, they Ugh. could be my... You know, it's just yes. different. It's just uh. different for me. And these boys, like, talk about, like, it's wild that they just saw, like, two black kids... Or four black kids. There were four black kids in the car. And they're talking about, like, their relationship to rap and how, like, white people see it as, like, this... Like, it's such a loaded thing. And, like, they're talking about how thug is the new N-word for them. And, like, mm-hmm. these are kids talking about their lives. And it just feels too close to home. So, like, yeah. it's a lot. 
So around for three and a half minutes, 10 bullets, it's probably going to be on HBO Docs soon. So my round, speaking of the N-word, is for my nigga, President Obama, <laughs> who, <laughs> who has been making oh white God, people Tracy. all kinds of upset. <laughs> Why? Because what he, happened? he went on, what's the guy's name? Mark? Mark Maron. Mark Maron's podcast. And he used the quote unquote N-word in the sense that he was saying like, oh, you know, racism is more than just like not saying the word nigger in public or something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. paraphrasing. And he said the full word. He didn't say N-word. And people have just been going insane. Don Lemon was on CNN with the, <laughs> with the sign that said nigger on it. <laughs> like everybody's like speaking out against what he said and blah, 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 blah. Racism. We are not cured of. Clearly. Uh, and, and, and it's not just a matter of, uh, it not being polite to say nigger in public, that's not the measure of whether racism still exists or not. It's not just a matter of overt discrimination. We have to, societies don't overnight completely erase everything that happened two to three hundred years prior. This man deserves around for so many reasons. Being the first black president alone, please have the entire bottle of Hennessy that's on the desk <laughs> right now. But also, it's, like, people acting like he's the first president to use that word. Exactly. And somebody, um, it was uh, Michael Arsenault, our good friend, who um, is a freelancer for pretty much every publication on the Internet right now. He's killing it. He wrote something for, I think, Talking Points Memo. I have to confirm that in a second. That said, he's not the first president to use it as a he's not the first president to use the N-word. He's the first one to not use it as a slur. Ooh. Right? Which is so yeah, he's true. the only one who used it properly in context. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are more presidents who own slaves than there have been like Ooh. black presidents who said the word the the N-word in this context. You know Obama was in the house like the White House, like, nigga, please. Right. These niggas. <laughs> These the <fuck>. motherfuckers. <laughs> That's all you're going to say about the interview? Exactly. And but I also, just, Obama, why are you going on Marin? You should obviously be on our show. Listen, <laughs> I am kind of in love with President Obama. So, I mean, I forgive you preemptively. However, I'm wounded that you would go there yeah, first. That's, you can say all kind of N-words He went to his here. garage. <laughs> Listen, we at least have a stood. <laughs> yes. At the very least, we have a stood. But, I mean, it's just it's just foolish. It's ridiculous outrage. It's a distraction from all the horrible things that are actually going on here now. So... Obama, listen, you did the right thing. Fuck everybody else. I know that you may have filled your podcast quota for the <laughs> for the remainder of your um, presidential career. Um, should your children like a podcast to come Yo, on to? Sasha, Malia, Sasha, if you're out Malia, there listening, we got seats for you. We can go. We, <laughs> we can, would love to have you on. We can have some sparkling dream juice. guests. Yes. Please come by. Michelle, first lady. please. <laughs> we would love to have you here as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know I why mean, I'm on first name basis with her. I'm sorry. First lady, please get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, he just is. I can't wait for the book. I can't wait for him to be out of office so he can really let his hair down and we can see how often he actually says the N-word. He's going to let like out some subtle clapbacks soon. Yes, He's yes. Like, fuck this shit. Yes. So this is an N-word friendly studio, President Obama. Please. <laughs> Please come to us and have a round. And Can you imagine to Obama? Say all the N words. <laughs> we will say them with you. We will say them with you. Can you imagine Obama just like kicking back with some Hennessy? I can very yes, easily. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Come do that here, please. Yeah. <laughs> so that's who my round is so, for. Round of Henny for Obama. <laughs> yes. We did it again. We did it again. Hey, every hey. time we finish, uh, it feels uh, miraculous uh. to me. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we made it through. Um, and this time we had Hennessy in the studio, and we're still fairly sober. Yeah, we are. I had a great. moment. I had my moment earlier during the end. Um, shout out to Tracy for making it through. Oh my god! <laughs> shout out to Crystal for coming through. Shout out yes. to the Reed for holding it down yes. for like two and a half years, for starting all this shit. Big shout out to, you. to the Pod Squad. Pod Squad. That's Eleanor Kagan, Jenna Weiss Berman, and Ooh. Julia Furlon. Shout out to Paul Ruest at Argo Studios. Paul has on sleeves today, <laughs> but throwing at us all off. I know. <laughs> He's still dashingly handsome, though. Yes, shout out, Paul. Paul. Shout out to our musical contributors, Jean Gray and Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan, who blessed us with some custom tunes for the show. Shout out to Heaven. Couldn't do this without you. Aww. Beautiful. Thank you, Tracy, for making it through. It was <laughs> but rough. But also holding me down every day. Oh, my God. 
As always, find me at Heaven Rants. Find Tracy at Brokey McPoverty. And thank y'all for listening. Boop, boop, boop. Follow us on Facebook too. Another round on Facebook, another round on Twitter. We might get a Vine account. Ew, another round on Vine. Some fun stuff. Ew. Thanks for listening, y'all. Eat some fruit. Call your mom. Drink some water. Take a walk. Take a break. Take a minute. Watch the office. Oh, I need to take my meds too. Shit. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <Tracy. laughs> What's in there? Yay! Ow, 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 ow. We did it. Rock is the plot. I love it. Can we get a refill? Look at no. y'all. <laughs> Look at y'all.